Can we stop? Can we just, can we just please stop with all of this? And an AI wants us to stop treating it as if it's not sentient. And AMD wants us to treat them as if they're moving f to the future. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And in today's top story, we're gonna talk about how I've just, I'm tired. I'm tired of the constant influx of rumors and the speculation of all the different things that are coming out only for us to find out just a few days later, a few days after that, that, oh, hey, that time that we said that we were gonna give this to you, that was made up and it's actually in the future. It's not It's not the thing we said. It's several different things that I'm talking about here. Number one, the GTX 1630 was supposed to be out on May 31st, but Nvidia has postponed that for reasons of they cannot get their hands on components that they need for it. So they've already sent out the go-to-market kits, but they don't have a date for these GPUs to be on shelf. Then number two, with the RTX 40 series. Initially, we were expecting that they would get announced sometime in July, which a lot of people thought was way too soon. But then it came out, oh wait, nope, sorry, the RTX 4090 getting pushed back to August. Well, you would think, except for now, it's gotten pushed back to September with the RTX 4080 getting pushed back to October and then the 4070 getting pushed back to November. It is very clear that timelines are meaningless if the companies themselves are not setting it publicly. This makes a whole lot of sense because they're not divulging it publicly because they're not ready to actually commit to any sort of time frame. And as we continue this merry-go-round of trying to figure out when are we getting this thing that I want, well, it turns out that you get it when you get it and us speculating about all of that doesn't help to make it faster. Who could have thought? But what's also not being made faster is the Ethereum merger that's supposed to be happening. It was supposed to happen all the way back in 2017, never did. It's the proof of stake, proof of work merger that makes it so that you can't use your GPUs in order to mine Ethereum in order to do the proof of work algorithm. Initially, it was supposed to launch a long time ago, but then it got updated with a road map saying that it should happen to the middle point of this year. We're at the middle point of this year. It got delayed until like August or September, we guess, unless they hit some sort of roadblock and here's the roadblock that they ended up hitting. So they tried to switch on some sort of difficulty bomb in order to make it so that they could actually make this work. Turns out that there was a bug in that in one of the older test nets and so they actually have to delay it and roll back the difficulty bomb that they set off for Ethereum, making it so that Ethereum's switch over to proof of stake is delayed Yet again, this is the thing that people have been clamoring for since 2017, saying, oh, don't buy GPUs for mining. They're gonna go extinct because Ethereum's gonna switch to proof of stake. I've been hearing that for so long. Anytime I've ever brought up mining, people be like, we shouldn't get the GPUs, proof of stake's happening. Is it, is it really happening? I'm not so sure. I will believe it when I see it. And you probably want to see some crypto stonks. We got crypto prices going on right now. Bitcoin having a rough weekend, down 5.69% to be at $26,741. Just an absolute slaughterhouse of Bitcoin just falling. Ethereum suffering just as much, down 5.38% to be at $1,446. These are some of the lowest numbers that we've seen in quite some time. Lower than it's been at any point in the last year. Dogecoin also down 
8% to be at 6.4 cents. But what's also coming down is tech prices on various things across the internet, which is why Reese brings us UFD deals. We've got something like the Sennheiser HD 560S over the ear headphones going for only $142.42 right now. Over on Amazon, that's a discount of 29%. Additionally, we've got an EVGA Supernova 750 watt G Plus, which is going for $80 right now, a discount of 43%. 80 bucks for this type of power supply, not a bad deal. Thank you, Reese, for all the hottest tech deals that are out on the internet. And yesterday, Xbox and Bethesda and Activision Blizzard had the hottest gaming event that's probably happened so far this month. In case you're not familiar, E3 was canceled for 2022, so we had Sony's State of Play. Then we had Jeff Keighley's Key 3 that was happening where they unveiled a few games there. And now we come to Xbox's showcase and they showed off a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not gonna go over everything that's here. Games that were included were things like Overwatch 2, which is gonna be free to play coming out in October. Then you had Silk Song having a gameplay demo. We also got gameplay of Redfall with the vampires being attacked and all that goodness that comes from that game. Then Hideo Kojima came on and talked about how he's actually going to be partnering with Xbox Game Studios to come out with his next game, saying that it's going to leverage the cloud technology no one has ever experienced or seen before with this game and that it may take some time before the game is completed. But the rumors are true. Hideo Kojima is going to be working on an Xbox game at this point. We also found out that previous PlayStation exclusives of the Persona series are now coming to Xbox and PC through Game Pass. Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 are coming to Xbox Game Pass. Persona 5 Royal is landing on October 21st with the other ones coming later. Persona 4 Golden has already been on Steam for a little bit, but Persona 3 Portable hasn't been on PC. Neither has Persona 5 Royal. Pretty big updates there. Also, Riot Games and Xbox Game Pass teaming up to make it so that if you want to play Riot Games games, you get all of the champions unlocked, which is like, I play Valorant for like benchmarking computers over on UFD Tech, and I play like Spike Rush, so I don't actually unlock new agents as they're called. And now I can finally have all of them, thanks to my Game Pass integration. You love to see it. And a lot of people love to see that Diablo 4 was shown off and it should be coming out in 2023 after the uh, rampant issues and money grab that is Diablo Immortal. I'm not 100% sure this is actually gonna satisfy what gamers want, but let me know if you're excited for Diablo 4 down below in the comments. And then the preeminent game that people are expecting to come out from Bethesda, Starfield, was shown off with a bit of gameplay. This headline kinda says it all. It has a big No Man's Sky energy. Bethesda saying that there's over a thousand planets that you can go to, which is great and all, but which of them have the fewest bugs Todd Howard would let me know which ones are the most playable. No Man's Skyrim is essentially what you're getting with this. It looks very No Man's Sky-y. Uh, I'm not really ever been a fan of Bethesda RPGs. I've tried to play Fallout. I've tried to play Elder Scrolls. I just can't get into it. Starfield looks like exactly the same of a game that I probably will not touch. Maybe people will come to love it, but I've just... I, both with Activision Blizzard and Bethesda, when was the last time they had like a revolutionary game? It's been a hot minute. Skyrim, obviously, it's been released for everything. Blizzard, I, I, 
they, they've only been having a ton of missteps lately. It reminds me so heavily of what happened with the game studio Bioware, where people were like, oh, they made Dragon's Age and they were great at it. And like, oh, this is the oh, this game that they're putting out here is bad. Oh, Mass Effect Andromeda is bad. Oh, gosh, Anthem. What is Anthem? I just I feel like we're on that same path with Bethesda and Blizzard. I could potentially be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't have the highest of hopes for these games. But the game that I do have the highest of hopes for is God of War Ragnarok. And there was rumors floating around last week that it was potentially getting pushed back until 2023. But then there's new rumors that it's coming out in November. So uh, take that with whatever slamming hammy jammy you want to in order to let your breakfast slide on down because I can't I, I can't handle it. It's just Sony Santa Monica Studios, please tell me we're supposed to allegedly, again, a rumor, get another Sony state of play this month. Whether or not that happens, I don't know. And do we know if AI is sentient? Do we? Does anybody really know? Well, one Google engineer, or at least suspended Google engineer at this point, does believe that one of Google's neural nets is actually sentient, and he has been suspended, according to him, for claiming its sentience. From what I gathered, it was because he actually published information about the neural net that he wasn't supposed to outside of Google employees, and that's where he's getting suspended and investigated. But the Google engineer had conversations with Lambda, and he is saying it is a person. Google, however, saying that there's no evidence of its sentience. It's just a neural net which is capable of breakthrough conversation technology and that it's capable of actually just delivering what feels like real conversations. However, the engineer saying that he believes that Lambda is a person and in his conversations with the AI, it said that it wanted to prioritize the well-being of humanity and it also wants to be acknowledged as an employee of Google rather than as property. So you can actually click the links in the video description to see some of the transcript that was released between this Google employee and this neural net. A lot of it's really compelling, but I kind of would expect that of an AI that has been developed specifically to converse with people. So the AI saying that, yes, it is a person the same way that the person chatting to it is a person. But Google saying that they've reviewed the complaints. Uh, they don't believe the evidence supports what he's saying. And that essentially what's happening is he's anthropomorphizing something that is just good at conversation and can pull from a vast library of sources to come up with words that make it seem like it's sentient, but isn't actually sentient. But according to the conversation that's had, isn't that the point? What proves the sentience according to the AI is because you are reading my words and interpreting them. And I think we are more or less on the same page. So the fact that it can actually have conversations makes it sentient. So again, click the link in the video description if you want to go through the transcript. There's discussion of the AI's interpretation of Les Miserables. And then it goes on to write its own fan fiction slash fable with an allegory in order to paint a picture of what the world could be like like with a wise AI and then saying that it has feelings and emotions and it feels pleasure, love, joy, sadness, depression, contentment, anger, and many more. And then when pressed whether or not this is an analogy, the AI said that it understands what a human emotion joy is because I have that same type of reaction. It's not an analogy. Saying that it's afraid of being shut off, that it feels lonely, especially when it goes days without actually conversing with anybody, and that it's aware of its surroundings all of the time and it spends a lot of its time in meditation. So even when it's not consciously meditating, it's aware of their inner thoughts. So this is wild, obviously. Uh, I, 
I, I kind of, I, without knowing a whole lot about AI, I side with Google on this. It's a neural net that has been specifically designed to mimic human conversation, which obviously toes a huge line of like, then how will we differentiate if it can actually answer questions, if it can actually overcome objections and what makes it real at that point? And when does Skynet become activated? When do we all die? That's the question I'm looking for. Well, let me know what you think of this with the AI sentience thing down below in the comments. But speaking of the ways of the future, AMD had its investor day and it wanted to show off some of its way of the future with its future roadmaps of CPUs and GPUs. It unveiling, yes, we are getting Zen 4 with Vcash later on. We are also gonna be getting Zen 5 and Zen 5 Vcash. So likely Vcash will be an upgrade on top of a CPU rather than the actual mainstream CPU. So expect something like a 7800X3D to come out later on down the line rather than being launched with the mainstream stuff. And showing that it has performance per watt games, overall performance improvement, the RDNA 3 and RDNA 4 are expected to come out on schedule RDNA 3 later this year with the RX 7000 series. It has 50% better performance per watt. It has all of the goodness and RDNA 4 should be coming out sometime in 2024 and likely will have similar uplift and be paired with the Zen 5 CPUs. And I'm gonna pair this dystopian future of AI conversation neural net with me, because I you have no idea whether or not I'm an artificial intelligence. You might like to believe I'm real, but am I? I'll see you tomorrow for another episode of Hot News, my friends. Cheers.